ATV Talk, the podcast. Sit down with your host industry professional, Leonard Duncan, as the men and women from the ATV world bring their behind-the-scenes stories to life. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And remember, dream big. It could be your story one day. GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp, has been producing industry-leading tires for ATV side-by-side market for over 25 years with tires like Mongrel, Dirt Devil, Terramaster, XC Master, Dirt Commander, and Groundbuster. They have a tire for your application. Top racers from GNCC, Works, and Best in the Desert rely on GBC Power Sports tires. So why shouldn't you? Go check them out at gbctires.com to see the full line of tires they offer. Thank you very much. GPR Stabilizer, a leader in steering dampener technology, brings you the new Q5 Sport ATV dampener with better control and handling with an upgraded vane and seal system. Go check it out today, www.gprstabilizers.com or call 619-661-0101. Don't forget to tell them ATV Talk Sandy. Hey everybody, welcome to ATV Talk, the chat. We've got Bo Barron, Evan Spooner, and Logan Huff from Works. Um, you guys are all in the pro class. You are all uh, doing really well. I know Evan's coming back from an injury. Bo's coming off a win. And well, uh, Logan's coming off of a second place, the podium there. That's awesome. Uh, good to have all you gentlemen with me. Thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. So guys, um, Evan, I know that you're, uh, coming back off an injury and I was asking you before we started recording, um, that injury's healing well and, and you feel you're going to be strong in Idaho. Yeah, I've been riding every day. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good and luckily it's been really nice out here. Um, it's starting to get a little bit light out before, uh, before we started the shop. So I've got to the desert for a few hours or go out, you know, after I know Logan does the same thing a lot of the time, but it's starting to get hot. So we got a little time though before it warms up, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Idaho. I think it will be a nice change of pace and I've been on the bike a lot lately. The last couple of weeks I've been riding almost every day that I can. So yeah, it'd be nice to come back and, uh, bang some bars with these guys and go have some fun somewhere new, you know, that we haven't raised the last couple of years. I've been doing works. It's kind of, it's like the same tracks over and over again. So it will be nice to have a change of pace. Something that's a little bit, you know, a little bit different from what we're used to. I agree. I agree. What I would like to talk about or what I would like to to know is, is I would like to get a good feeling from you guys, where you think the professional class is going in works. Um, any one of you can start in uh, and, and give your opinion. I just, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get a feel for where you think the industry's headed in the pro class for, for works. I'm hoping that it gets, you know, everything gets better and there's more and more kids stepping up to the plate and everybody else is, um, you know, getting better and, and just ripping and, and we have a gnarly competitive class. That's, that's what I'm shooting for, you know, in the future. Like when I leave it, I want it to be like top notch and I want it to be badass like it was when I started. Yeah. Yeah. I dig that. 
I think it's really cool. I think it's cool that Dave was coming back, gonna be gonna be racing again, and uh, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's freaking dude. He was he was already basically there, like yeah, like Bo was saying on the podium at Taps, like yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a problem for sure. He's gonna be out, definitely gonna be a threat. Uh, he's probably gonna be easily winning, you know, pretty quick. So. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty sick to have everybody on the plate. Like at the first round, we had 14 guys. Had a couple guys come out from the East Coast. That was sick. And uh, you know, it's cool, cool to know that we can ride with those dudes too. Like, I mean, they were, you know, they were. We were all just running the same pace, so it's not like they were all, you know, crazy faster. So it was sick. It was cool. Yeah, but I think the pro class is definitely going somewhere good. You know, hopefully. It's not, you know, hopefully we can get some, you know, factory attention, you know, one day, but. Well, I think it's, I don't know if we're necessarily going to see factory attention, but you need to get the independent guys back. You need to get them back in the, in the flow. Um, because that's what kids going to carry it. You know, I know from the factories, but the independent guys are the guys that carry the load. You know I mean? Bo, you've been around a long time. Um, Logan, you caught the tail end of it. And Evan, I know you've seen some, some, uh, factory stuff and yeah, it's all great. The last time they were here, I think they heard us. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I remember racing, um, racing with Bo it was probably 2009. There was a very stacked field of, of factory riders, even in quad cross on a regular basis. And I grew up racing on, I was probably only like 15 years old, but, um, where it was then and where it is now is totally different in a good and bad way, I guess you could say. But, um, I think like Logan said, I mean, the first round was huge. There was a lot of riders that, um, you know, wanted to make a statement and there's, there's some definitely some good competition for sure. There's some, there's some kids in the prime class. They're extremely fast in a few years. We'll be, we'll be stepping up to pro. So I think it's, it's shaping up to be, um, to be a good field of riders for the next several years. I mean, there's a lot of us that are, that are already battling as it is now. And then you get some new riders in the class. And, uh, I think it's going to be hard for all of us, obviously Davey coming back, you know, him and Bo have spent a lot of time battling over the years. So I think it's going to be very challenging for all of us to be on the podium. It's going to be competitive at every race. Well, what I, what I was told, unfortunately, I didn't get to go to the race that second through, um, sixth place at one point was, you know, they could have threw a blanket over all of you. And, uh, I know Evan, you were, you missed it. And Bo had a, had a good seat watching it from the front, but uh, <laughs> you were right in the middle, Logan with Travis Damon and, and, uh, Davey, yeah. Mike Sloan, you guys were all battling there for a while. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was, uh, that was a very eventful race for sure. I mean, it didn't get off to like a, great start and I kind of had to like I made my way through like a good amount of the pack but there was a good five there was five of us yeah there was five of us who were all together like Baxter was in the mix and yeah Davey was kind of leading that mid pack like the whole the whole way and oh yeah yeah Bo started he had clean air and checked out and <laughs> yeah that was yeah that was that was a big deal right there man I gotta say like oh all that silt in the mud holy cow Dude, you get you get in the front and you just drag your feet. You drag your feet. You every you hit every silt pocket. I mean, I don't even know. I I don't have a thumb throw, but my twist. I, and I was reaching down with my other hand, just dragging it in the in the powder, 
trying to make <laughs> everything I possibly could happen. You know. That's <laughs> <laughs> totally not fair. <laughs> well, it is yeah, fair. Like, you're the one in the front. Ever. It's totally fair. Well, yeah, it's I guess totally you get to pick the line, right? Absolutely, <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know, Logan, I know you've had some rough issues at, at Taft in the past, and I don't mean to bring up bad things, but both Taft always been know. good yeah. for you. No, dude, Taft has not always been good, good to me, but, you know, at the same time, like, Taft has been good as well. Like, my first race ever there in the B class, uh, I ended up winning. Well, not my first race ever, but it was, like, first race really taking racing seriously, and then, uh, yeah, I ended up getting the win there. That was pretty sick. And then, uh, yeah, the next day my exhaust fell off. So I didn't really go too well, but, uh, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think, was, yeah, just recently though, in October, like 29, uh, October. Yeah. Definitely myself pretty, probably good. Like 45, 45 mile an hour crash. Probably about that. Wasn't good I, by any means, I, but I, I got I, lucky and, uh, just like, yeah, I just like hydroplane dislocated my my collarbone, but it's all right now. But yeah, the last two times I was there, I got second, so wasn't too bad, honestly. That's awesome, Evan. Have you had much luck there? Um, yes and no. I've had some pretty good runs there. I speaking of that, I was right behind Logan. I was directly behind him when he had that crash. It was insane. It was insane. We were going fast. We were probably going faster than forty five. We were probably going like fifty plus. We were completely wide. It was kind of like an off camera down and the, the bike just barely stepped out. And I remember see it was, it was violent, but um, yeah, it's, that's a fast paced track. So you kind of have like, you know, you, you can run into that. If, if you get a little sideways, it can happen. It's a very hard pack track, really slick. So if you get out of shape, it's, it's bound to happen when you're at those speeds. But uh, I can't, I think I've got a podium there. I've had, I, I was, in second behind Bo, I think that race at Logan and Crash I had a really good race going. My training blew up last lap, so I've, I've had good and bad luck there. But it's a fun track. I was I was bummed to miss it, but I want to be strong when we come back. So uh, I think I made the right call. But that seems like a, a good track for quads and bikes. So I'm sure Bo could could test to that. But uh, you like it's, it's, it's sketchy on the dirt bike, dude. That's for sure. It's like I don't know. There's so many you know, those, those silt pockets in the square edge and stuff like last weekend I was racing there and I was, I was chasing this guy and I was in second place on my dirt bike and I came down this hill and dude, I hit this, this square edge patch, like, you know, like a poof, he came, it came off as a poof and I, dude, I hit it and my, my left hand just kind of like buckled and went and I was steering with my armpit and I hit one of the, almost hit one of those pipe fences. I didn't hit a pipe fence, but I almost did. And I was just like, Oh dude, you know what? You can have first place. Like I'm I, at this point, I'm just going to, I'm just going to finish. <laughs> That's sketchy. Yeah. That's it was gnarly, yeah. Hard, I thought I was ice skating yeah. in the hard pack. Yeah, it was, it, it was so hard because you know, you, I mean, on, on a dirt bike, you're just like, and I know why the, I know why the, I, I don't mind the place, but I know why the dirt bike guys don't want to go there so much because it's just like, it is, there'll be a patch of wet, there'll be a patch of powder, there'll be a patch of wet. And on the ATV, it's not such a big deal to wash, a, wash a front wheel when you're going like 
50 or so miles an hour, it's not a big deal. But on a dirt bike, dude, you'll just slap your head on the ground. And so <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. yeah, for, for, for me, it, you know, I, I just take a step back and just slow it down when it comes to that point. But a lot of guys, man, it's, it's tough, dude. You see people on the ground all over the place over there. <laughs> was uh was when we used to go to the uh the sand race up in utah wasn't it more dangerous than than taft on a dirt two-wheeler sand race up and hollow and hollow oh yes, yeah. yeah well yeah that one was sketchy on the quad too though i i never liked that one because like for me and dustin nelson and a couple other guys that are older like you couldn't see when it changed from like sand to rock because the rocks were kind of reddish and the sand was kind of reddish. Not saying anything about Sean reddish, but I'm just saying it was sketchy. <laughs> like you'd be hauling ass and, and all of a sudden you'd come up and like your tires were turning. You were hitting a rock. It was the same color as the sand. And, you know, I've tried every other colored lenses in you know everything that they made—the blue, the red, the yellow, the 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 gray, and the clear—I can't find anything that worked for me up there, man. But I'm sure Logan would love that place because he just rides there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would dig that. I would dig that place for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Logan, the 23rd's coming. Let's uh, not go there. Oh, dude, I'm actually planning on that same loop on the mountain bike same day oh. same time probably even <laughs> oh dude you're killing i'm gonna wear a full face helmet you know <laughs> you guys heard last year on the 23rd logan yeah crashed on his mountain a mountain bike which is the same day my grandson's born <laughs> yeah and his name's logan too wow wild <laughs> same day that i broke my neck back in 2016 too yeah, well, which is a little weird. Yeah, that's why I'm would, asking you to stay home. I would not ride that day. Yeah, <laughs> at least wrap your I, neck with bubble wrap or something <laughs> and tape it up. You know, I gotta shake this monkey off my back, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on. Batter's <laughs> yeah. helmet, everything. You'll be okay on Friday. So, yeah, what do you guys think of uh, Randy Perry in the way he's running the series? Not to put you on the spot, I know that he's going to listen, and 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 you know, right. I, I see just from my standpoint of uh, you know, I'm not at the races with you, but I see the amount of entries in the pro class larger. I see the payout higher, not a lot, but a little. Um, so I'm seeing some gain. What do you guys think? Well, I definitely think it's a good thing. I mean. Dude, there. You know, instead of just being like it's this way, it's this way, it's this way, and that's it. And I don't want to hear from anybody. It's like you can give a little input, and um, you know, he can talk to you like about what's what's going to happen. And and you know, I didn't say anything about putting in more money for this year or anything like that. Like that was on his own. But you know, like I said, some things about the the course or the layout, and he just. You know, he takes it with a grain of salt. He'll actually listen to you. And I enjoy, I enjoy, um, you know, him coming up and asking me questions about stuff. Cause before it was never, 
there was never a question like we were running it this way and, and that was that. And if you don't like it, well, that's it, you know, and, you know, not to say anything bad about Sean, but I think that, you know, Randy does a, Randy does a good job and, and, um, his son, Dane is doing a great job too. Like Dane's laying out these courses and, you know, and I think he, now he's riding them with a quad or a dirt bike or whatever it may be, but he's, he's going through the course and he's like, Oh, this flows, this doesn't flow. And like, he's making stuff happen. And he's just not throwing up arrows and, and, uh, and banners in my mind. Right. Like have a completely different layout. Like for the past three times we've been there, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't even recognize the track. And I feel like, you know, and yeah, just, yeah, not to say anything bad about before, but yeah, it was the same track for a good four years, at least <laughs> like same exact have Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, all around just, yeah, the pro sections, I mean, they're starting to come back and, you know, the tracks are, you know, they have good prep and yeah, definitely just a lot more effort all around, you know, kind of, you know, focused on their customers, focused on their, you know, pretty good. We we lost you a little bit, Logan. No, no. You bouncing? You bouncing? Man, how's the? Can you hear me now? We can hear you, but Evan, you've been around. No, okay, you can hear me. Yeah, we can All hear you. Right. Yeah, he's he's got bad signal in the garage. Yeah, I've been around for a while now. Um, he's a really good dude. I think that I think that he looks out for us. He wants everyone to have fun and have a good time. At the, the day, but he makes sure that the courses are safe. Um, you know, like, like Bo said, his son out there making sure that we have good lines, that it flows and that it can be challenging, but not, uh, not to the point where we're, we're risking it for no reason. Um, <clears throat> I think the way that they run the series is very professional. Um, I spend a lot of time working out with, uh, some of the, uh, some of the dirt bike guys, Taylor, Robert, and those guys don't live far from me. And we, we, same guy. And, um, he likes it a lot. He, he has the opportunity to ride big six and some other, uh, some other series that he said he doesn't have much interest in because he said the works is, um, in his opinion, the most professional, you know, on the West coast and, and, uh, it's, it's a great thing to race and you know what you're going to get. And, uh, I think that they, they make sure that the riders are happy with the course and you can make changes. You can put input in them and he, he just cares that are just taking your money and saying, you know, this is what you're racing. Which I think is a great thing for you guys. I mean, being on time, having a professional program, he's learning as he goes. Um, he's going to adopt, uh, adopt some different rules that are going to help. And I think that's a good thing for everyone um, in making sure that everybody's on an even playing field. You know, just in the conversations I've had with him, I think that the work series is only going to elevate. Um, I wish that there wasn't two Havasus in a row because I know that there was some damage done to a couple riders um, that had a couple injuries. And then we had some mechanical stuff that kept a couple people away from uh, making it to the, the last round. Um, so the, the entries might've looked a little lower, but I think in, I think in Idaho, the entries are going to be back up. What do you guys agree? I'd agree with that for sure. I think Idaho, you're going to see numbers like uh, close to the beginning of the year. Um, especially for the prime class too, you know, there's, that's a pretty stacked field. Um, we'll have to see though, you know, I'm excited. I think that, 
us to be racing that late in the year is, is somewhat new. I've, I've never raced in, in June, um, other than in Mexico, you know, at the 500 usually around that time, but, um, as far North as we are, I don't, I don't think it'll be too hot. So, and then obviously <clears throat> those guys consider, you know, race times, depending on temperature and stuff, we might start a little earlier, if it is, but I think it'll be a, a good, good track for sure. I'm excited for it. I, I like to see strong numbers though. Brother. Yeah. I'll bet there is going to be a good amount of entries up there for sure. Yeah. Hope I'm getting good service right now. You are. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Heck yeah. Good, good, good. But I'll bet the, uh, yeah, I'll bet the entries will be up for sure. We'll probably get some uh, some riders over from the uh, the Pacific Northwest, you know. And uh, yeah, I I could totally see good numbers up at up at uh, Idaho. The so it's gonna be a pretty sick track. I hear it's a pretty legit moto track from from what I'm hearing from all uh, my dirt dirt bike buddies that been uh, racing RMX. So RMX like kind of leases it out or whatever. They basically take care of the track and prep it and all that stuff so yeah should be a good place should be a good facility evan i can't even fathom the fact that you worry about temperature mm-hmm. hell is colder than arizona i know right what are you thinking no i'm not worried about it being hot i'm trying to keep that bike together i'm the worst you know that yeah <laughs> the yamaha does not blow up so i think you're gonna be fine i think that's <laughs> wickenburg is gonna be a hot Hot, hot race in September for sure. Didn't blow anything up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say that. It's on. It's on. You've been towed off the track more times than that freaking razor, so don't even stop. Don't even oh, get it. Oh, I get it, dude. No, I understand. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, somebody can blow it up, dude. You'll take the K. <laughs> oh, God. I've seen your air filter prep, dude. I'm fucking. I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting deep now. <laughs> no, it's all good. This guy. Oh man. You didn't know he was a comedian in his other job, did you, Evan? Oh no, I unfortunately I knew too well. We we spent a couple of years together in his RV and that thing ain't that big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me ask you a question. You know Wickenburg a little better than these other two, I'm assuming. Well, Logan, I, I'm not trying to speak over you, but um, what's it going to be like there? Um, I think it'd be if you were to um, compare it to a track more, more so like Speed World. It's real. It's probably about 15 minutes from Speed World, so it's going to be a little rocky, a little dusty. It's very hard packed. I would say a little bit siltier in some areas, but you're going to look for that same um, real, real dusty, um, rocky terrain. Um, I think they're going to have a problem keeping it, keeping it watered because it's going to be so hot. And, um, just the fact that that silt absorbs water really easily. Um, that's kind of the only thing that I think it might be a little bit of a dusty race, but the course layout should actually be fun. And there's some, uh, I think there's some good opportunities for passing and go through some sand washes that have some split lanes. And, um, there, there's some real rocky areas that I think could make for some good pro sections. So, um, with the way that they've been running the tracks and designing them, I think it's opportunity to make a, a really cool track. I think it'll be good. Do you think it's uh, yeah. better going to um, Glen Helen a month later? What was that? 
You think it's going to be better going to Glen Helen a month later than normal? Because you, we usually go to Glen Helen in September and it's <clears> yeah. 10 degrees. It's, it's usually over a hundred. It's usually not, not actually, uh, it, it's pretty close to the same temperature most of the time in, in Phoenix as it is in Glen Helen when we go there in September. It's usually over a hundred. It's pretty hot. I think it'd be better. Um, Glen Helen's a really fun track and, uh, there's, there's a lot of wide open areas. So the bike tends to get a little bit hotter. I think, I think that'll be, uh, um, a better track for all of us. I think we'll have a little bit more fun. Glen Helen can be pretty brutal. It's demanding track. So a little bit cooler temperatures isn't going to hurt, but, um, it's so dusty over there in, in Wickenburg. It doesn't matter what time of the year. It's just going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess no matter what, but I think it's actually, it's going to be rough. There's a lot of square edges out there. You ever ridden it, Bo? No. How's the moto track? That's what I was going to ask. Like, is there a moto track? What moto track? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's oh. what I'm asking. Like, I'm just there's like, like <laughs> there's a horse table and stuff like that. You can keep uh, your horse to the side. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> no, I, they have, they have room over there. They have a lot of room. I'm sure that they could whip up a couple jumps and make something happen. I heard that they had something, but yeah, it'll be sick regardless. I'm sure we were supposed to race there last year at one point, weren't we? Thank you. Yeah. C19 got us, dude. C19. But you know what? Maybe better because they got time to whip up some supercross track for us to go fucking rip. Are you guys looking forward to going back to Vegas at all? I love Vegas. I don't think we're going, are we? Not this year. No, next year. They said next year, but who knows? I don't mind it on the ATV. It's no problem. My side-by-sides, it's a, it's a pain in the butt, dude. Like it's, it's just, it's just hard all the way through, but like with my, with my quad, anything that's technical, I love it. Like, like the asphalt, even if they water it and it's wet, just like paying attention to what's going on, trying to get traction, the tires, the logs, air, all that stuff, anything that's kind of difficult and like can set somebody apart. That's my scene. Like anything, anything I, you know, if I could figure out somebody, something ahead of somebody else, like I, I thrive on that. I love, I love to try to try to go through something like that faster than someone else. So for me, like on the ATV, yeah. Orleans or wherever we're going, I love it. But you know, on the side by side, it's, it's a different story. Just, it's, a, it's a mess. It's hard to turn those things around in there and everything else. But, um, that's my two cents. What do you think? Logan? I need to work on the logs, man. I'm not. <laughs> Logan hates that track. Uh, I'm not a fan. I mean, but I mean, all, I mean, we'll get it done for sure. I've been uh, trying to whip up some kind of practice I could do around here, but I mean, I'll sort something out by then I'm sure. But, yeah, I have not done super good in the pro class when we did that in 2019. But yeah, it was fun though. Yeah, Vegas is always a good time. <laughs> you, get, you know, you race on Saturday. You don't have to race on Sunday. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's a di- different atmosphere. A little more expensive that weekend, but I mean, it's yeah, it's fun. Hey guys, yeah, I got a question. Fun. Go ahead. No, that's one downfall of the whole scene. You know, like we have you know, a lot of us have motorhomes and campers and trailers and all this stuff. Right. And then we go to Vegas and it's just like, yeah, you got to get a room, you know, and that's kind of like, 
well, why do we have all this stuff to go race off-road? Like we're off-road racers. We're like not on-road racers, like getting, <laughs> getting put into some on-road ATV asphalt course. You know, that's that's another thing too, you know. Like I want an off-road race where I can sleep in my motorhome, but then race, you know, some enduro cross or some at the same time, you know. So anyway, that's my two cents. Yeah, it's a a good time for sure. Putting a little bit of a show on for, you know, for some spectators though, for sure. You know, it's a Vegas show. Okay, guys, I want to ask you to think about this and give me your opinion on these two ladies. Tori. Okay, sweet. Podium on the podium. I mean, the pro-am. Okay. Randy Richards winning the pro-am on the motorcycles. What do you guys think? Yeah. Brandy Richards. She's gnarly. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's definitely pretty rad for sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean the chicks get in the mix, you know, they can do it too, put their heads down and get it done, you know? So last weekend I was watching the pro main on the, on the dirt bike and I stayed till the end because I was there racing my dirt bike, but I watched the whole, the whole thing go down. Right. And Ryder D Francisco lined up next to me in a race. And I'm like, Oh, there goes some of my contingency money. I'm just like, well, whatever, dude, he's here, you know, factory Cowie, whatever. So he, he, be, he beats me, right? Like I get a third and he wins in the class that I was racing. I made a little contingency money. I was still happy about signing up because if I would have got fourth, I wouldn't, have, it would have been out the window, but I'm watching this, you know, this whole scene go down in the, in the main on the, on in the um i think it was pro-am and so i'm watching at the very end dude brandy richards is different i mean Ryder difference just granted he's just good for like a super cross moto or something else but brandy richards is just pulling up on him like 20 to 30 seconds a lap like at the end of the race you know like he was he had fallen off and she was just ripping like if it would have been another I don't even know how long, but she would have caught him and just, just smoked this kid. That's like Mitch Payton's baby, you know, like, (laughs) I'm just like, I'm like, I was hoping that was going to happen, even though that's a, he's a great kid and I like him, but dude, she's gnarly. Like she's a really good writer. That's, that's what I've got to say. I really enjoy talking to her. She's Fridays, which, which it doesn't matter. This is, her episode will already have dropped, but I really enjoyed talking to her. She's intense. That gal, that gal is on fire and she doesn't care. She wants to, she wants to win the pro men's class. Well, do you know what? Maybe one day she might do it. I don't know. She's going fast right now. I'll tell you that much. Bo, you've spent your time on a lot of different motorcycles. Um, That three fifty that she's riding that KTM, you know, much about that bike. Well, I, I don't know too much about, I mean, I know that I know what it is and I know that it's like in between bikes been, and it's probably pretty smooth and light on the, on the, you know, all together, but yeah, I've never ridden one. I can't, I can't tell you how, how it works, you know? Well, she's racing against the men that are on four fifties. Right. No doubt. Well, I mean, I mean, it would, 
you know, Michael Lessie back in the day rode that bike and it was his choice for like a year or two to ride that in the 450 class, maybe because it was lighter. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning, but I know Michael Lessie used to race that at the nationals back in the day and he used to get whole shots and he was doing just fine coming out of the gate and everything on that bike. So it, it must be pretty good, right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I don't have an opinion one way or another. I'm not, uh, uh, I'm more of a ride red guy. <laughs> you know, I yeah. rode one of those C50s for a couple of months and they're, they're good bikes. They're, they're substantially um, slower than the 450, but they have a lot of torque. You kind of have to rev them high, but they are quite a bit lower. Um, that's, I don't ride dirt bikes a ton. So that's something I noticed right when I ride 250F a little bit more, but when I get on the 450, it's quite a bit heavier. The 350, I would say is more comparable to the 250F, but uh, I think if, if you rev it high enough that, that it works pretty well, but those bikes have a lot of torque. I think for her, you know, she's probably not super heavy, but like Bo said, she's riding hard at the end of the race. I mean, if you can, <clears throat> if you can stay on it and keep your momentum going, I'm sure that's a great bike, but it's, it's, it's probably a fair amount. Especially when you're when you're holding a, a lot of fuel, it's probably a little a little bit of a lighter bike at the end of the day. She weighs 140 pounds. Yeah, right, right. It'd be a perfect bike. I mean, yeah, it's like a mod 250, you know. Got a CP piston in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, that thing's gonna scoot. <laughs> well, KTM boys, sure love her, you know. She's, uh, she's, do <laughs> she's doing what they're asking and she's setting the world on fire. Let's talk a little bit about Tori. I know that you guys spend some time out there. She runs pro-am, uh, while you guys are racing. Um, and she's the woman's champion. They're probably going to have a woman's pro class, um, next year and works. Yeah. Donna was talking about that. Yeah. She was, she was pretty stoked on that too. I haven't, I haven't talked to Tori yet about the women's pro class, but. I'm sure she's just as excited about that too, you know? Well, yeah, it gives them an even playing field. It's starting to make it so that they can make a little money and make a little name for themselves. It's just like you guys, uh, you know, I haven't asked the question yet, but I'm going to about promoting, promoting the pro class and promoting off-road racing in a whole. Um, the ladies right. need to be promoted better because that's how they're going to get sponsors. That's how they're going to make a little money. All right get more girls into it too, you know, just grow the, grow the whole sport all around at that point. Yeah. I agree. That's, that's how, that's how you do it. Bo's got the, one of the next women's champion coming up. So he's going to love it. He, he's not going to have to spend as much money because she's going to get paid a little bit of money. <laughs> Dude, the long way off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she's 14, right? Yeah, 14. Okay, she's only a couple years away, dude. No, I know. I know. But um, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of effort that has to go in to get there. So we'll see what happens. You know, she wants it, she'll do it. And if not, no worries. Exactly. exactly. It's, a, it's for fun, dude. And a lot of people don't remember this. But from the get-go, the only reason we're riding these things is because it's a good time. Yeah. And, and it's forgotten. It's totally forgotten between them. You know, like when I get in a stressful situation, if I get in a problem, if I got, I got, I got issues and I'm mad and this and that, dude, it's for fun. You know, like I understand, like I'm trying to make a living at this, but at the end of the day, dude, like if I'm out there ripping and I have a good time, then 
then that was what it was about. It wasn't about what we're getting paid or this or that. Like we're, we're here for a good time. And so anyway, back to what we were talking about. Well, this is what we're talking about. I mean, you know, what's your take on it, Logan? Yeah, and I feel that too. Yeah, just what, what my buddy Skylar was telling me one of the, one of these days. He was just you know because he's just barely he. So Skylar has uh, he's he's one of our fast company riders, and uh, he's freaking killing it in Dakar. And uh, he's got a he's got oh yeah. And so, anyways, he he's just been you know on the fence with things and just like hey, you know, like you know, at the end of the day though, you know, I really can't complain like because yeah, I mean, getting paid to ride a motorcycle, I mean you know, that could be a lot worse for sure. It's tough to ask more than that, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's sick. Yeah. At the other day, just be having fun, but yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It'd be hard to get paid these days and like make a living on it. That was one of the very few, I think, cause that was all three disciplines. You know, there's not a lot out there that, you know, there's not a lot of brands out there that would, that would really want to invest in anything less than that, you know? basically so yeah it's tough all he's got to do is get the honda all he's got to get into do into is a honda talent and then he's got the three of the trio you know that probably would have made him happy <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know if you noticed lenny but uh, last weekend i was racing a, a ktm 252 stroke dude and i'm i'm just doing it for the coin dude no oh, that's know? awesome no i did not notice that that's i'm i'm hurt i'm really hurt yeah, I am too. But I am too. But but the guys, dude, they the Honda wants Honda wants a VIN number for each race you race, you know. And so, what am I going to do? Go out and buy like three new bikes for three classes? Like it's not going to happen. I have decent Honda sitting in my garage, but if I buy one two fifty two stroke, that's why I bought it because it was the cheapest model I could find. You buy that. And I can race it as many races as I want and I'll get paid contingency It's 300 a win. Right. So why wouldn't I race that? You know, I, I mean, dude, and, it, and it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a, it's tough to weigh it out because I'm, I'm going to have to work on suspension. I'm going to have to work on this. I'm going to have to work on that. But like at the end of the day, if I end up getting the thing set up to where I like it, like I've got that VIN number for two years. I can go out for two years and I can go to every single works race and I can run three, four classes if I wanted. Right. Dude, that's 1200 bucks a weekend. Right. For two years. And it's, it's a no brainer. Right. But no yeah, exactly. Where Hon is going to pay me two fifty for one VIN number. It does. It's not right. It's a no, you can't compare it. No, you can't. And it's, it's a shame because I, you know, at the end of the day, like I've been, I've been a haunted guy forever. I worked for them forever, but like, they've never reached out. They've never done anything. They've never fucked wanted me to work with me on the talent, never wanted anything, dude. And I, and I, and it's, and it's a bummer, you know, I feel bad. I'm, I'm like, you know, at one point they wanted to me to help them set up the suspension at, at one point, but then it just kind of like, went away and I was like, well, whatever, you know, so dude, I'll, just, I'll run my Polaris's and I've got my, my program and, you know, I'll do what I do, but uh, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of bummed, you know, like long time ago, I worked on a quad with them that never came out and um, it's still never going to come out. So who knows, you know, 
I mean, maybe they, maybe if uh, we give Yamaha really, really, yeah, really push that Yamaha, <laughs> give the get the Yamaha victory up, you know, they'll be like, hey, what the heck is this all about? And they'll be like, boom, it's a new quad. <laughs> I I think something's gonna happen because if you look at you buy a lot of Honda parts, you notice that a lot of stuff's starting to become backordered, and a portion of yeah. it's COVID. But I think they're setting it up to make it where you can't build your old Hondas and they're going to uh, drop something new on us. Well, I mean, that's a great way to look at it right there. Honestly. I hope you're, <laughs> hope you're right. I hope you're right, but I think they're over it. You know, like I was talking to somebody inside and um, they were just like, so, you know, the way corporate is right now, they're thinking about not releasing the new 250F. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, well, most people buy 450. So like, why even sell the 250? And I'm like, are you kidding me? Honda, Mr. Honda started motorsport, you know, like he was into motorsports from the beginning with, right. you know, with all this stuff. And, and now they don't even want to have a 250 F like, I don't know, man, things have changed. Things have changed a bunch, you know, and me and me and Sparks talk about that a lot all the time. and. Yeah, they, yeah, things are frustrating, I guess, when it comes to corporate and just dollars, you know? Yeah, it's almost like the bean counters, though, aren't out in the real world. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't go to the track. They don't know. They just look at numbers. Yeah, and they're not seeing yeah. that, that, that they're hurting their own numbers by not doing what they need to do to produce more revenue. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, look at how Kawasaki sold so many units because they had a trailer at the races. Well, yeah. And they were the only ones like given, you know, keeping bikes in dealerships, like the dealerships couldn't afford them, but like they would just, they would just pump them out and put them in dealerships. And that was like the only thing you could get for a while after 08, remember the downfall. And like, they were just sitting in the shops and I mean, people were buying them. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I, I do know that from the business portion that I'm in, we are, it's incredibly busy with restorations. You know, I mean, Logan, you can tell by the orders that, I mean, we, we were onesie twosies and now I'm ordering in multiples because everybody's buying, you know, everybody. Oh, dude, I couldn't even begin with the back orders on flex bars right now. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> It has been just insane. And like the second we catch up, we, I mean, we build a good, probably a good, at least a good 300, 350 bars a week, you know? And I mean, dude, it's yeah. We, yeah. All of a sudden I'll get, yeah. Rocky mountain PO, friggin' ATV galaxy, you know, Slavens. Yeah. They'll all send me POs real quick. And it's like, boom, right back to square one thousand bars on back quarter again. It's like, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's a good problem to have, you know. Yeah, definitely super blessed to stay busy. You know, business is good. So, yeah, yeah. you guys, it's hopefully it's good for the whole industry. So we're, I mean, we're seeing just a small portion of it. You know, I mean, we're we're always fighting to get more market share to you know get yeah get more guys running flex bars. We got a good amount of the market, you know, covered right now. But same time, I mean, we're only seeing you know a portion of the portion of the boom basically of outdoor sports you know not not to make this a flex bar commercial but 
do you guys have anybody super cross running them? Uh, no. So we don't, we don't pay anybody to, so we got Colin Duran and, uh, yeah, he, he basically, he'll do like arena cross and, uh, some outdoor nationals and stuff like that. And, uh, also Jason Lutton who, uh, who races outdoor nationals as well. And, uh, but that basically like, it comes down to, we just don't pay anybody to run our product, you know? So I get it. I mean, you're not, yeah, you're not, a, you're not that company. No, dude, we're not a big business either. So it's like, we just can't afford to, you know, interfere with those, those, uh, maybe KTM deals with a potential rental partnership or something to buy them out. It's just, yeah, that ain't our, that ain't our gig. You know, we, uh, yeah, we all, it's basically just genuine word of mouth and yeah, loyalty basically on that for sure. Evan, how's your guys' business going? It's been incredibly busy. And I would say in the last year, it's been about a year, you know, this time I would say March or so since things got a little crazy. Um, but we have just been busier than ever. It's, it's been insane. And I could, I could uh, say that we have quite a few restorations going on too. Like, like how you were saying that, uh, that's something that I think people were doing when they had a little bit of downtime. Um, I think we have four hot rods in here right now um, where people are going through and getting ready for the summer and just kind of uh, getting everything restored. And then all our, our regular business, um, you know, regular service engine transmissions, we're literally 24 seven. We could work seven days a week if we want just cranking stuff out. So we're usually booked out a week or two ahead of time right now. It's very, very fortunate because some people uh, lost their business last year. Some people weren't even allowed to operate. So we're very lucky. We're able to do our thing and, uh, not going to shut us down that easy. We had, we had some, uh, some, some friends that, that weren't so lucky though. It's, it's been kind of a weird deal, but, uh, yeah, we've been staying very busy. It's, it's awesome. Couldn't ask for anything more. Right. I, I mean, we haven't missed a day and we seem to have lost Bo. I think he's going to bounce back here in a second. There he is. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah. <I'm> here. <laughs> if, if you guys could come up with it, each of you, a idea of where you think the promotion should go to help make works in the pro class or the pro industry in ATVs period grow. Where would you, where would you want to see the money spent? The kids, the kids, if there's, well, actually, I don't know. It's catch 22 because you got the old guys, right? Like that are racing the pro class. I mean, we're not even, I'm not, well, they're not old, but I'm just you're, saying, you're like, old. yeah, hey, you're old. listen, <laughs> listen, listen you to me. You started it, old I guy. Know. All right. I'm, you get the senior disc at Denny's. Yeah, maybe next year. Maybe Damn. next year. All right. So anyway. But you the, still smoke. Anyways, go ahead. So the pro class, right? You got the pro class and, um, like number one, I feel like the kids and the kids' parents have something to put into racing. Like there's <clears throat> there's something at the end of the tunnel, right? For the parents to put into the racing. Okay. And then number two, I feel like it needs to be a big deal for you know the the racing community to put into the little guys because that is the future. So you got, it's a catch 22. It's, it's somewhere in between putting it into the pros and having something to look forward to, like something for your kid to work for, 
like if there is a light at the end of the tunnel, some kind of payout, some kind of something, and then also putting it into the kids, like to to promote getting more young kids into the sport. I mean, I think that's a huge deal is bringing, bringing new kids in, new parents that are willing to spend the money to go to the races for upteen amount of years and try to get their kids to be at the professional level. That That's my thought on the whole scene. Right, because you know, you have to get the get the get the, uh, the parents' traction. They you know they want to have the drive to be able to push the you know because you want to push the kid for sure. The parents always end up pushing the kid, but you know I guess in your case, definitely. I mean, it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, but uh, a lot of the time it does. You know, you got you got the moto dads. They, I mean, they want their kids to win and stuff like that. So it's tough to you know not be too serious with it, but at the same time, like you know, it's. Uh, I don't know. I think it, I think it'd be good to, yeah, definitely you want to focus on the good, like the, the amateur classes coming up for sure. And, uh, I think, it, I think in that, I mean, the pro class would naturally grow just because everyone be, would be getting faster and advancing through the ranks and, you know, be, it'd be more entertaining for sure. So the pro class class costs a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, your initial buy-in in the pro class is 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 high because the speeds are up, and you guys are riding at a higher level, hitting things twice as hard, jumping farther. Granted, yeah. machines are better taken care of, but this the cost still goes up. You know, you have more motor. You need to work. Equipment. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. The equipment. equipment. Yeah, the entry fees definitely go down though. I gotta say, like the because uh, you you basically, I mean, you get to ride both days and they throw in pro practice and you get a, you get a 60 minute ride on Saturday and then you get to ride, uh, you get to hash it out on, on Sunday. So I think that's pretty sick, you know, and it's only, a, I mean, it's a hundred five bucks. We got that. That was something that I noticed coming from pro-am that was a huge relief on the wallet was the entry fee and the potent, like way better potential of getting, well, they switch it to, which I'm actually pretty happy about, which I mean, it was cool that I got some checks coming from the, coming from the second row in pro-am. Uh, but I mean, yeah, now you have to be in the pro class to get paid out, but yeah, to be able to have that payout too. I mean, that's really cool. I mean, that, that should hopefully bring more pros to us as well. You know, like I was saying, we had a couple other East coast guys that came out around one, had 14 riders in the first round, like looking at the, looking at the GNCC numbers too. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's 12, 14 guys in there that are pretty consistent all year long. So, I mean, that's pretty sick to see that we're pretty much right there. Same numbers, you know, I mean, stuff's going on over here too, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, but racing's good. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Evan? Evan, what do you think? Um, I, I definitely agree with, with what, with what Bo said and, and Logan too, but just having some type of light at the end of the tunnel, especially for, for say um, a, a new parent that, that isn't involved in racing and likes racing and knows about it. And, and maybe their kids get to the age where they could potentially, you know, start in a, in an entry class. And uh, 
I know for sure. I grew up in a different era. You know, I grew up in the nineties racing. It was just a lot different. Two strokes. You know, we all did it out of the bed of our truck, just loaded it up and went and had fun. And, and, and I still, um, like you guys said earlier, I, we always go and have fun. I, I know there's some, some riders in our class that, that don't look like they have a lot of fun, but we go out there every weekend. I know I can, I can say us three always have a great time for sure. But, uh, we sacrificed a lot. My dad didn't, didn't have a ton um, at the time when I first started racing and when we still, we made it out there every Friday, we'd go, we'd go race right there at Canyon at a local track. And, uh, sometimes we'd be counting chains just to, uh, have, have feel for the bikes, but we sacrificed a lot. So I think if, if it's somebody that, that wants to race, if you have some type of initiative for, for the kids and the entry level classes, as well as obviously the pros are important, but, um, I, I think getting more people in at that age will 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 naturally grow the pro class, and and there's going to be more kids that want to that want to live that dream, that that want to be you know where Bo's at or up on the podium and and in that position. But um, I think there has to be some type of initiative, like you said. It's just I, I think we're all going to have to think about it and figure out the best way to to promote it. Do you do you think that educating the new dads and moms is important because what I see so often is the young parents get into racing and they have no understanding or concept of what they're getting into, um, or how to act when their child can't make it up a jump, um, you know, or, or falls off and they run out on the track and they get hysterical. If somebody rubs their, their child, you know, in the two fifty class or, or even in the beginning, the C class and the four fifties, um, I mean, people are going to react how they react. You know, it's kind of tough to <laughs> kind of like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I just said, yeah, we got, I know, I know a mom out there that I've known since I started really getting into racing and she still freaks out for, I mean, who knows what reason? I mean, anyways, like, I don't think there, there's really going to be any changing that. And like, you're always going to have those hardcore moto dads that just get pissed off when their kids get a bad start and it's never going to change. And like, I don't know, it'd be good to know for sure. But I mean, it's, you know, you gotta, those people have to have open ears too. Not everyone does that. So yeah, racing, like there's just a lot to learn along the way. I feel like I've learned something at every race, like every week race weekend, I was telling uh, my buddy Kyle, like, dude, I've got a new list every time I come back from a race weekend. So, uh, like the amount of irritate you and just like, yeah, the other day too, like earlier, Bo was just saying like, like we're all out here for fun too. So, you know, don't let it get ahead of yourself. Don't force your kids to go and jump this stuff. Like me and Bo did a riding clinic earlier in the year. And everyone wanted to learn how to jump the jumps the first thing. And it's like, dude, no, like you don't need, you don't need to learn these jumps. You're going to sort that out on your own. Once you figure out the turns and all the other basics and figure out how to control the quad, you know? So yeah, just don't, yeah. Don't push your kids too hard, you know, let them feel it out. Like I did like what Bo's got going on with, uh, yeah, I mean, she's, Hey, you know, she wants to race, but if not, you know, dad's racing anyways. So you're just going to sit there. <laughs> like, I kind of dig that. <laughs> but, you think, you think remaining level-headed um, and, and being Logan kind of like you are just, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen you mad. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't I didn't see it, but he was, he was gonna kick my ass in the parking lot at the last race or <laughs> the canyon. 
he was looking for he was looking for Shooter McGavin in the parking lot, but he couldn't find him. He's already in the hospital. <laughs> oh, he's already yeah, he's already where he belongs. <laughs> oh, my oh, job's done. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> Later, you guys. <laughs> you guys are killing me. Uh, I knew that this was oh, going to be too often. I get mad. I try. You, you can't get mad. You know, you get mad. It just you know, like slows everything else down. Can't do that crap. <laughs> I get pissed off though. Trust me, I get pissed off all the time. Don't worry, I'm human too. <laughs> oh, uh, you should you should see him when those when those thousand bar orders come in. I guarantee you, he's cussing. Oh, dude! <laughs> no, no, no! Keep coming. Keep the orders coming. Hey, can you guys see the background in Logan? <laughs> Do a what? Can you guys see the background on Logan? Oh yeah, that wrench. That's what that's yeah, for. Big, is that what you work on your quad? Is that the only tool in your toolbox right there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's the all sixteenths, man. Every size you need, all more. <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's from my axle nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the axle nut. Okay. The old Harbor Freight special. Dude, I bought one of those. I bought one of those when I got my Suzuki. I bought the same. I did the same thing, dude. I went. I went down and I got the biggest crescent wrench I could possibly find to to, uh, to tighten the anti fade or whatever you want to call it on the Suzuki. Was, it was a must. I'll do it. Things pain in the ass. It always comes loose. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Gentlemen, I, I think this was awesome. I really enjoy uh, the fact that you guys can race to, race with each other and then joke with each other. And uh, you guys should stop calling Bo Grandpa. Okay, it's not fair. <laughs> Dude, these guys are my boys. These guys are my boys. That's what it boils down to. We're, we're all pretty tight and we're all good friends and it's cool, man. I I I dig racing with all these kids, even if they beat me, I don't care. <laughs> you do care. You still want to you don't care. <laughs> you fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, Sorry about uh, that. I already know that's bull. Because if they if they were beating you, you would not be a happy camper. You'd be out training right now oh, <laughs> instead yeah. of being in here. Well, whatever. You didn't become it's a nine time champion thinking it was okay to get beat by some punk. At, kid. at some at some point, it's going to end, right? I mean, I, I it's got to. So whatever. If it was one of these guys, I I wouldn't mind so much. That's okay. That's That's awesome. Hell yeah. (laughs) In closing, gentlemen, uh, what's your outcome for the year, Logan? My outcome for the year? We're only, it's April. I know, but you got to. We haven't made it past the 23rd yet, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be fine. Yeah, we are going to be dialed. (laughs) Um, you know, yeah. So I rolled. Uh, I rolled in second in points this uh, this last weekend. So yeah, that was, pretty, that was nice. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely was a big deal. That's it. You know, and that was so that second place. Yeah, that was my 
I got, that was the second one at Taft, but yeah, my third, third best at like best finished. So yeah, pretty stoked on that. Another second on the, uh, to put on the board and yeah, dude, yeah. freaking making, yeah, I'm seven points ahead of Sloan and 15 down from Bo. So yeah, I'm there to, there to strike, but mistakes made and you know, hopefully, you know, stay consistent for sure. All you got to do is, is just cast that line, Logan, and just hook right onto him and reel him back in. Oh, dude, I know, right? I was freaking, I was looking at the lap times, man. And like the last lap at the last race, I was, uh, that was my fastest lap. And I actually told myself multiple times to slow down because like, cause just cause I had clean air, you know, I did, there wasn't any, any silt dust or any mud roost. And I finally got like, I had, I, I finally got into the second spot. And then I was like, you know what? Just chill out, dude. Like Travis just got gassed. Like, you know, like bring this thing into the finish. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was, that was pretty cool. Cause like me and Bo ran the same lap time that lap. And I don't know if I had a good start, you know, things could be different. Who knows though? We'll have to get there though. Heck yeah, dude. It'll be <laughs> yeah. good. It's going to be yeah. good. Always try to strive for improvements, dude. Yeah. Evan? We all are though. Evan, what do you, uh, what do you see the outcome for the rest of the year looking like for you? I think the rest of the year is going to be good. I was in Logan's position last year. I ran second behind both for a while. I think until the end of the summer break and I had an issue. I've gone to Helen with the stater, but um, yeah, that's, that's awesome to see those two guys running up front. They both deserve it. They worked very hard. So um, for me, I think the the goal is to come back um, at Idaho. We're going to have a new bike. I have a, a freshie Yamaha we're real close to being done with and hopefully get some time on that thing in the next month. And uh I'd like to be in the top five always, you know, I'd like to be on the podium for sure. That's my goal, but these guys are all flying. So, um, you know, I think just a top five and just finishing the race and, 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 uh, and coming back would, would be good just to go through the summer and we're going to have a little bit of time off after that. And just to kind of fine tune the program and, uh, the Wickenburg race will be just somewhat of a home race for me. That's probably only about a half hour, 45 minutes. So that'll be a big one. I think it'll be good to get, get back in the gate with these guys and, um, and just kind of get familiar with it again. And then look forward to, uh, to that race for sure. That's, that's my main focus is to, to be ready for that one. And, um, and really put down a strong finish. That's awesome. Bo. Yo, what's 2022 looking like? I don't know. Dude. I just got Geritol and, <laughs> oh my, you know, things. <laughs> try to keep loose, you know, We'll see. we'll see. See how motivated I get. I don't know. It depends. Logan, Logan starts flexing on me. Well, I might have to work at it <laughs> really hard, you know. Well, you're building a quad right now, aren't you? It's not done yet. No, dude, you're right. No, you're right, dude. I was uh, so I'm I'm riding last year's bike at the moment, and I I'm I'm working on building a new one, but everybody's so far behind, like like COVID had an impact on anything, whatever. So, um, yeah, just waiting on stuff to put the thing together, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wait for the oh, stuff, yeah. for the stuff, for the thing. And then we're yeah, done. Yeah. Once it's done though, you'll race it next year. <laughs> yeah. If it's, it's a, if it's a freshie and I'm feeling freshy, we, uh, we're riding. It's on. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> like Get that thing done. I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. I don't know. Not too fast though. Cause then you'll have to race it. You know, if it gets done in like October or something, dude, 
you know, it'd be nice to race that thing before the year was over. I was planning on racing it at the first round, but it's way off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple months behind. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. talk shit. I can freak. I've been working on building the third quad for like two years now. I think. Third on. Yeah. yeah. This, this done, I've, been, I've been working on my newest bike since last year, and Logan and Brian said that doesn't exist. They said I've just been googling pictures of Yamahas and putting them on my Instagram. <laughs> I don't even own one. Yeah, somebody else is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be done. You'll see it. Dude, quad, quad crosses this weekend. Headed up to, uh, I don't even know where the first round is. And I, I won it the last couple of years and I wanted to go, but I'm just like, I, dude, I, you know, we, we haven't had anything. I haven't, I, I'm, I, dude, I'm not even going. I'm not going. It's, I was getting bummed, but. It's I'm just, bummed that I'm not going either, dude. I just don't have a good, like efficient way to get up there because of that, you know, that, I mean, you yeah, a 15 hour drive, dude. It's a tough yeah. haul. So yeah, worth 20, it though. When you get a good group of guys to ride, you know, it is, it's great, but it's 20 hours, dude. And I, I just don't have anything ready to go right now. So we're just, I'm going to, we're going to sit it, sit it out this time. I might hit a couple of them this year, but I'm bummed, you know, quad crosses is, is, it's fun for sure, but we're, we're just going to hang out this time. Yeah, but Davey pulled out. You pulled out. Austin Baxter pulled out. Love no, it. they're not going either. No, no, they're not, dude. I'm bummed. I'm yeah. way bummed. Man. Yeah. That's a I know. I wish I was gone. Yeah. Braden said up there. Kevin's over there calculating. Hey, I could go. I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> I get the bike out of transport. And I'll fly in, rent a car, <laughs> race by myself. Well, hey, <laughs> we're gonna take, have a good time, right? Grab my bike on do. the way. I'll fly up. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming on ATV Talk. This was an awesome chat. You guys are an awesome group. I really enjoy all of you. And uh, thanks for having us. I yeah, hope dude. that you guys have an amazing year. And. As always, the invitation is open to come back at any time. The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. Brought to you by Take-Two Custom Tees. Screen printing experience that is dedicated to quality and customer service every time. San Diego's Body Evolution and Wellness Center. With over 17 years experience, Dr. Heidi looking out after all your chiropractic needs and Coach PJ looking out after all your fitness needs. Visit our website, www.bodyevolution.org or call for an appointment, 619-987-8875. More than 33 years in the industries building racing programs and ATVs around the world. We build winners. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, don't forget to rate us on all the available platforms and share us with your loved ones. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook for more ATV Talk News. See you next time.